this week on The Hapless Heroes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and I am your host and DM as we continue this epic combat, my magnum opus, as they say. Um, The party is on the ropes, and uh, let's go ahead and get into introducing them because, uh, you know, they are our heroes after all, starting on my virtual left with Dave playing Absolute Integer Zero. Good evening, everyone. Mike is Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. Nicole as Boris the Butcher. That's Boris the Arboreal right now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Zach as Pregnart. This is what the sound beam sounds like. (laughs) And John is Lord Jarrell the Unconscious. Hmm. <laughs> I love Accurate. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so last week, uh, Thrilling Combat, uh, Jarrell and uh, present-day ally Ebenezer are both at zero hit points and currently making some death saves. I think we're one and one on those um, for each of you. Um, and the rest of you are still doing battle with Dreadwraith Filbert, who definitely has shown some weakness at this point now. As uh, pre- the last one of the last things that happened was Pregnart cast Sunbeam, and now this bright sunlight that is emitting from Pregnart is—you can see that the Dreadwraith Filbert is like hissing, and 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 you can see that like you know he's he's being like negatively impacted by this. And we also learned that he is vulnerable to radiant damage, um, and immune and resistant to many other things. Um, so we've, we've, there is a weak point here and I think that the priority hopefully will be getting Jarrell alive so he can smash the shit out of him before, you know, he flies away and out of reach. Um, but I guess before that happens, we're going to start back at the top of initiative with Quinn. Okay. So is, is, uh, Ebenezer Jr. like in a weakened state now? Is he like... More there, susceptible yes, to things. There are some. There are yes, uh, and you will learn those things as you do them. Okay. Um. So, Zero's platform is five feet above me. Correct. I mean, it's it's it, you'd have to like climb on top of it, but then you could get five feet higher. It's like right next to you. And then I'm it's five like, feet. It's like him. it's like it's like it's like within this globe of invulnerability. Yes, and you can be within right. five feet of of Dreadwraith Filbert currently. Awesome. Yes. So I am I am taking on that that opportunity. You are <laughs> doing that. Goes. I am doing that. So I'm going to climb up. I'm now five feet from um, future Ebenezer or from future Filbert. Dreadwraith Filbert. Filbert. Face, Filbert. I am now face to face with future Filbert. Um, I'm going to. Simply attack with my rapier. 
Is your rapier magical? No. Does it need to be? I mean, you saw what happened when Boris fired um, one of her non-magical crossbow bolts. But he wasn't in the sunlight then. It's true. Hold on. Quick hold. I'm just asking. That's all. No, no, no. I know. I'm just making sure that... Um, we're, we're still going to attempt to do this. I want to see what happens. So, I'm attacking with my rapier. I'm going to use my lucky feet. <laughs> because that is a nat one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we don't want anything, anything to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, law of averages. <laughs> oh no! I can't another, see. Uh, I is that another twenty? Yeah. Yes. Is it? Oh, it's too faded. Yeah. Yeah, we're too faded. You know? I can't see it. Mike, I Mike, think Mike stop! Nice. It's not even helping. <laughs> don't die there. I don't we trust you. Care. We all How, trust you. Okay, law of averages literally gave me a nat one and a nat twenty. So what I will say is, because I think it's a cool ruling and I really, it's not necessarily on this sheet, but I'm going to make it so because this is a tough enough fight as it is. While evil Filbert is being affected by this direct sunlight um, damage that he would previously be immune to, he is now just resistant to. Okay, cool. I don't have it wasn't one of that wasn't one of the effects, but I'm going to add that as one of the effects because I think that that's just super Ooh. cool because um, he has to, Pregnard still has to keep him within range of that sunlight. It is a six total plus ten is sixteen. Okay, he takes half of that. So he takes eight damage. Just chipping away here. Um. While I'm at it, I'm going to action surge and do it again. Okay. It's a 19. A 19 against him? yet, even though you're a fighter? No, he's 19 is in 19 total, oh, not 19 okay. on the die. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and I don't get plus four from Jarrell, right? It's not to your attack Right, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, no, a 19 will not do it, unfortunately. Still looking okay. for the pluses on things, and I'm unconscious on the crowd behind. <laughs> He's still We're here, though. So. standard of living, okay? <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Um, I am then going to... do nothing more. No bonus actions? No inspiration to throw around? Um... Mm. Oh, because those are reactions. Um, yes. I'm gonna. What are, re I'm what, gonna are, what are reactions? Uh, my my fighting stuff. Oh, um, okay, okay. I'm going to 
Wait a minute. Sorry, there's so much going on with my character right now. Um. Okay, these are all reactions. Okay, yes, I'm gonna use a bonus action to give. Boris inspiration. Um, so I say, make like a tree, but don't leave. <laughs> you have All D10, right. by the way. Yay. <laughs> okay, add that to a D20 roll of your choice. And, and that's my turn. We are on to Dreadwraith Filbert's turn who will regain all of his legendary actions that he spent. Okay, uh, we're going to have to see if that Howl from Beyond recharges. It does not. That was a thing that brought you guys to zero hit points. Um, he's he's not concentrating on a spell, is he? Not currently. Okay, I just wanted to double check. Okay, you're good. Move on. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see, how many spells does he have left? Not many. All right, Quinn. Well, you've challenged him. So he's going to make uh, some some attacks with the scythe. Hmm. Me no like me. Okay. He's going to make three attacks. Uh... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I okay. So we have here a nineteen to hit. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is your AC, Quinn? Mm-hmm. Not that. Okay. Well, what <laughs> is it? Just so I can. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Well, th- mm, yes, yeah, sixteen. All three of these attacks will hit. Rolling the damage. This is gonna hurt. I'm really sorry, Quinn, but this is gonna hurt. So all three, all three succeed. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Are you using a reaction at all? Yes. Just give me one Uno Momento. Okay, I'm doing that. Trying to find it. Where is it? Here it is. Okay. Um. Yeah, multi-classing is, there's a lot to remember. <laughs> All right. Um, oop, no, go away. I don't accept. Decline. Um, oh, no, that's not. Repost. Okay. All right, go ahead. Well, all told... It would be from all three attacks. 39 slashing damage. And 20 necrotic damage. Oh. Which I think would also drop you to zero. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I'm done. But um, since they're three separate attacks. Yeah. The first I'm one, going to claim a reaction from at least the first. The first. Yeah. Sure. 
Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I had disadvantage on all those attacks. And I did not roll at disadvantage because he's in direct sunlight. Oh. <laughs> yes, please. Rerolling <laughs> re all of them. And I'm sorry, only one hits. Because I'm taking the lower results. So in that case, let me just reroll the damage. I'm going to just retake that because that was my mess up and I caught it. Okay. <laughs> I might be parrying now. <laughs> 13 slashing and nine necrotic. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to parry. Okay. Uh, you, so you roll a superiority die, right? And we subtract that much damage? Correct. Do you add anything to the die? Is it your superiority plus something? Okay. Deck modifier. Got it. Cool. Which is three. So I subtract nine damage. Not bad. Yeah, that's actually... Okay, that actually did not go terribly. Okay, yep. so that was 13 And I'm, and, and, and I'm nine, glad I remembered right? because that would have been unjustified to drop you to zero when, yes, that those all those attacks would have been a disadvantage because of the sunlight. <sighs> but I am on some last legs. I am on sea legs, my friend. Um, Filbert, I'm trying to think, because, like, you know, yeah, he could fly away, but, like, he can't really affect you all with spells right now, so his best action would be to continue to swing with the scythe, as this seems to be working really well for him. Um, even with a disadvantage. So he's staying right where he is because your bit your best guy is down right now and no one seems to be rushing to his aid. Um, so he's gonna end his turn with that. Um Jarrell, or sorry, Ebenezer will make a death save and Jarrell make a death save. He nat 20s, Ebenezer stands up with one hit point. Oh, sort of way! Oh. John almost saying. died in real life. Listen, rolling that um, nat twenties in this in this uh, scenario is an exciting situation. Ebenezer Wait, and I, Ebenezer I and Philbert will act before you. Yes, you can stand up. You will have a turn, Jarrell. Um, Ebenezer will take his turn before yours because he gets his turn before yours, and we'll throw Philbert in here too. Ebenezer like begins to cough and like you know as as, as his breath you know as he catches his breath and like kind of stands up he looks terrible he looks barely conscious he like kind of uses Filbert you know like Filbert helps him stand up uh, and he says he says I'm not done yet he will cast time stop at ninth level. Oh, shit. He briefly stops the flow of time for everyone but himself. No time passes for other creatures, and he's going to take 1d4 plus 1 turns in a row. Oh, my God. Cool. He's going to take, take four turns in a row. Oh, Ooh. yeah. He will... Let's see. What are some things he can attempt to do that would really, really help you guys... Is he going to run around and pull everybody's pants down? <laughs> <Right>. No. <laughs> one, sure use... one per, it can only do four people. Only four people can be pants because it's one turn. <laughs> As a bonus action, step. can you like take a little chip and dip it in the dip that's there and make a little <laughs> face at the, at the camera right. while he's doing other stuff? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, 
Let's see what's going to happen here. Seeing the, seeing the reaction of the sunlight, he will cast a Cone of Cold on future Ebenezer. Fails that save. Will use his last legendary resistance to pass it. Okay. Um, I did say he was resistant, but um, still 36, 16, or sorry, uh, 18 cold damage on evil Filbert. Um, and then as a Bonus action, you'll see him actually expend a charge of something from his wand, and he is going to cast Mass Death Ward on the group. Um, if, if an effect would drop you to zero HP, you will drop to one instead. Um, and if you were to take damage that would exceed your normal hit points, you will drop to one instead for the next 10 minutes while he's concentrating on it. Perfect. That affects all of you. He will take his next turn. He will cast Mirror Image on himself. Moving on to his next turn. He will cast Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt. It's a good one. Okay, that save is also failed by future. This is a good this is a good time for you guys to be casting because I'm rolling like shit on these saves. Um, that is 27. Any resistances? Yes. Okay. And his final turn, he will, oh gosh, um, expend a spell slot, expend the, the, the remaining charges on his wand. I'm going to have to do the thing. Okay, it's fine um, to cast Crown of Stars on himself. And he will fire a mode of light. But yeah, he's going to do a lot of damage. Because <laughs> uh, radiant uh, vulnerability, so it's, it's 9, it's 14, 16 times 2 is uh, 32. 32 radiant damage. Nice. Okay, um, future Filbert now is definitely looking like he's like he's being burned by all this radiant energy and and whatnot. And then with his final act on his with his regular action, another lightning bolt. Um, passed the save this time, which means half as much. Ooh, 37. So half of that is, we've done that before, 18. All right, Ebenezer's done a lot with this time stop. You can just see, like, as like, when when time returns to normal, all of a sudden it's just like, you can just hear, like, the crackle or, like, the, the echo of, like, lightning. And, like, you can see now that there's a crowd of stars around um, Ebenezer, and he, you know, hangs out inside the globe of invulnerability with the rest of you. Jarrell. Um, Jarrell just gets up and goes, ow, and runs over <laughs> to future Filbert. Um, like, just, you like, like, jump onto the platform and, like, leap off of it yeah, sword in just, the air. Just, like, yeah. covered in my own blood, like, almost, it just looked like I was just dead. Yeah, you're a little pale. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? First what? of the nat one. Uh-oh. 
You can still make your others. I only got one other. And the second one is a 24. Are you adding anything to that second attack? As much as I possibly I was hoping to do this to two of them. Uh, <laughs> I am doing third level Divine Smite. Uh, again, my um, Sword of Justice immediately does 2d10 radiant damage to undead um, right off the bat. Plus the additional damage it does. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, plus all the all the divine smite. Plus your improved. All. Plus also your improved divine smite. Yeah. So the sword alone, and then the improved divine smite is at third level. Well, no, improved divine smite is just the one that one. happens automatically, right? It just adds an additional d8, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And then collect all those dice idea. up. So let's see if you're doing a third level divine smite. One, two, three, four, five, five more D8 for a third level. And then um, what do I have for smites? Anything else? Yeah, because it's 2D8 for a first level spell slot. So yeah, 4D8 plus the D8 for the Improved Divine Smite is 5d8 plus the 2d10 plus the longsword, like the whole of the Avenger damage. I I don't have any of my smites lined up. Weird. So it's 68. 2d10. And then the slashing damage. <laughs> Magical slashing damage. And actually, I'm sorry, Divine Smite also increases an additional 1d8 because it's an undead. Yeah, no, I already counted that one. Okay. So Divine Smite plus the improved Divine Smite is 23. Okay. Sword of Justice does 13. And then it's another 1d8 plus 8 slashing. Um, pretty good. Let's, let's see. So you did a total of essentially 46 damage this turn. Yep. After a nat one. <laughs> yes. The nat one is less punishing than you think. It's just like, you know, you, you did not get a good footing as you were leaping off the. I might have destroyed a Modron. <laughs> to hit him. No, 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 no. Um, but just, yeah, like it was an absolute whiff. It did not look cool at all. You are <laughs> slightly embarrassed. Uh, well, I was just dead. So. <laughs> and actually, hold on. The 13 and 23 were radiant damage, so we're going to double those. Yep. So, so another 13. 46. Another 23. Oh, yeah. He is, uh, he's looking pretty worse for wear, but he's still kicking. But holy crap. Like, you know, you can start to see that maybe the tide is turning here if you all can just, like, stay alive. Okay, well done. He's still Tarot. getting Anything else right? He's still in my range. Yeah, you can because you could just create another beam on your turn because you're still concentrating. But I, I, I'm well. My sunbeam hasn't been interrupted, right? No, it has it not. You haven't taken any damage to force you to make a concentration check. So, yep. Um, 
I think that means, uh, yeah, I guess I'm just inquiring for dramatic purposes because I guess <laughs> practically it makes no difference. As, the, as an action, it says that you can create a new line of radiance as your action on any turn until the spell ends. So you can just blah, ah. again as okay, your action. Cool. It's start, yeah. Um, but that would take us now from Jarell to zero. All right. Um, so many spells flying around. I cast ammunition. <laughs> um, but seriously, we're going to make our uh, attacks with um, without sharpshooter this time. Uh, we're just going to try to get some contact uh, hitting going on here. So let's see, 14 plus 13, that's 27 for the first attack. A yep. 4 plus 13 is going to be a 17. That's not going to do, I don't think. It will not. We've set the standard a little higher, and a six plus thirteen is a nineteen. I don't. Nineteen think will that, not either. That's not. So just one attack, one for three. D ten plus six piercing is uh, two plus six uh, eight piercing damage. Better uh, than nothing. We're not moving the platform this turn, so I can use my bonus action in the Modrons to do some stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see. How would we go about having them uh, perhaps try to assault uh, old uh, so, future here? So you're going to make... Okay, let's, let's look at these rules here. So you would be attacking with how many? Let's see. Well, we've got the 30 as the platform, which leaves me 120... No, 110 Modrons in the active horde. How many? Sorry. 110 Modrons. 100, 110. Okay, so we're going to give them a BR of, we'll say, 110. Most of a lot of the, the big ones there. We're going to give them a BR of, like, we'll say 80. So you're going to roll a right. d20 and add 80. I'm going to roll a d20 and add what I have uh, Dreadwraith Filbert's BR as, as a single All entity. Right. And um, based on the result there, we're going to we'll go from there. Okay. Is this the sort of role I could? Uh, no, Bardic Inspiration would only apply to zero, not to his horde. Um, Never mind. Your horde is zero, though. They are oh. all zero. All right. Could I atta- at, uh, attack on my D10 for Bardic Inspiration on this one? You sure can. It's still all right. All right. That's what we shall do. And that's going to be, let's see, a 12 plus 10. So it's 22 plus 80 is a buck 02. Buck 02 will beat a 75. All right. So you, uh, because you won the combat by um, 11 or more, um, we're going to take some damage here. I'm going to have you roll, because this is typically against the horde, you're playing against essentially one. Um, we're going it's, it's to, the target's BR is reduced and it must make a, it's not going to make a morale check, but I'll, I'll have it uh, take some damage. So I'm going to reduce the BR and I'm working with as he takes some damage and I'm going to uh, we'll say, let's see, I'm going to have you roll, roll me four D12, zero. Ooh, nice exotic die there. Yeah, why not? Sure. It's, it's nine, 10, that's 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, and another nine. So that's 32. Okay. Um, this, this, this—I mean, this swarm of Modron is just buzzing around, 
future uh, Filbert now. Like, yeah. you know, they're just like, you know, swinging, making like attacks and like firing their bows and just like, you know, buzzing around in like a swarm of flies. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's what's happening now. So yeah, just, just, just like this, this mechanical drone of like these little fluttering wings as they're like, mm-hmm. you know, bumbling around and zipping around in the, in the, in the sky above you or in the air Man. above you. What do you? <laughs> I didn't. Crane I didn't horn. hear it. Oh, uh, Cranehorn. Cranehorn. Nice. Um, anything else? Zero. Uh, let's see. That's a bonus action. We're not really moving anywhere right now. I kind of like the position we're in, so that'll uh, that'll be my turn. Pregnart with the sunbeam and the sunlight. What are you doing? Pregnart with the sunbeam and the sunlight. That reminds me of like those old <laughs> uh, like Greek mythology books, like Athena mm-hmm. with the flashing eyes. Pregnant with the sunbeam and the sunlight. Mike, you know what I'm talking about? Mike knows what yeah. I'm talking about. Uh, okay, <laughs> so the deal here, if I'm not mistaken, is that use, I can... Use your action, force to save again. I'm sorry, what? You can use your action and make another sunbeam and force the save again because you're still concentrating on it. Cool. Can I use... And I'm unclear still because I thought a quickened spell meant that any spell with a casting time to, of one action yeah. can be turned into a bonus action. Right. Was I trying to do something different in the past where I couldn't cast two spells with quicken spell? You can't cast two leveled spells in a turn, period. That's just a restriction of spell casting. Oh, okay. So if I just continue the sunbeam with uh, with an action... You could quicken spell a leveled spell because you're technically okay. not... You know what I mean? You're not casting Sunbeam again. You're just currently concentrating on it. Now However, if no, you no, cast a spell that requires concentration while mm-hmm. still concentrating on this, you will break concentration on Sunbeam. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was aware of that. Thank you. Okay. Um, I am going to cast Lightning Bolt at fifth level, which is instantaneous, does not require concentration. That Using is quick, a you can, deck you can, save. You, and you're using Quicken Spell for this, I'm assuming, correct? Yes, and I'm using Quicken yes. Spell. And okay. I will be rolling another beam of Sunbeam with uh, my bonus action. He has to make a deck save. Ooh, yeah, that's not going to do it, I don't think. That's only a nine. Okay, that's not going to do it. With the plus seven. And... <laughs> That's instantaneous. I don't have. Do I have to roll to hit for that? No. Okay. See, right, see, right, right. If, if, if they roll a save, you do not roll to hit. You know, I was just reviewing that for the listener who was unsure. You know, I knew. No, of course, of course. Yeah, that's Thank you. fine. And our, our audience appreciates it. You're welcome, audience. All right. Usually that is eight d six lightning damage. Yep, um, I also would need, Dave, uh, have uh, five of your Modron also make deck saves, as that is a 60-foot straight line, and they're all buzzing around up there. A uh, mass save for all five, or five individual saves? Five individual saves. Let's go with that. All right. You're adding two. Pregnart did not see them. All right. Well, one of them gets a nat one. Uh, let's see. One of them is going to get a ten. Seventeen, six, and eight, and fifteen. Another seventeen. 
All right. Uh, okay. What's your spell save DC, Pregnart? Spell save DC is uh, 18. Okay. Well, there's your answer, Dave. All right. Well, there we go. Um, roll, roll your 8d8. I believe that's what Lightning Bolt is, correct? Or you're at 5th level. So. Now it's 10. Yep, roll 10d8. Um, we're going to go ahead and just uh, mark D6. it as... Sorry. Or d6, sorry. Well, mark those uh, Modron is dead. All right, minus 5. Oopsies. <laughs> it's okay. okay. You, you you do have a recovery party still walking I around too to find can't more. take them with me. That is 37. Future Ebenezer will take half of that. Because he's resistant? Resistant. Okay. And the sunbeam was 68. Yeah, he has to save again. Is it wisdom save? Uh, Sorry, uh, it is a con save. Con save. Yes, it's a con save. Um... He does pass, but will still take the damage. Just will not be blinded. Yeah, it's a 19 on the die, so. It's a 23. Damage. 23, it's straight up too because it's radiant, so. Um... Oh yeah, he's not looking great, my friends. He's not looking great. Um, but he's still very much alive. Um, as a legendary action, at the end of your turn, unless you have anything else. That's it. Um, in order to stave off the incoming attack from the army, because you are all still protected by spells, he is going to raise another 20 whites under his control to occupy them. So that they're, you know, they're going to have to focus their might on the things that are attacking from within. Um, okay. Moving on to the army, they will attack the whites that are attacking them and trying to eat them and drain their life. So rolling BR versus BR on there. The army wins it handily uh, and eliminates the um, the whites, but that is their turn. Quinn, top of initiative. And, and um, we're going to hold here because I just realized something. We skipped Boris. That's why my hand was up oh, there no. when we were starting your turn. Didn't even see it. I'm so sorry, Boris. You should have had a Boris, turn after, after Quinn's first turn. That's what I um, thought, that I was like, maybe I was wrong. And Ebenezer, no, and, they, and then we got my, to Pregnard. I was like, I'm pretty sure my initiative was higher. Than, uh, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's, it's a fault in technology. My initiative tracker, like I had it, you know, carried over from, from, from the previous episode, but it, it removed the line for Boris. But like I just I was able to recover it. You were at a 14. Yeah. So we're gonna um, what we're gonna do here is we're going to have Ooh. Boris essentially take a turn after you and then take another turn. Her stealth just... was so good. Her hiding in the tree so comprehensive. She escaped the view of even the DM. Wait, so I'm we'll give you go we'll give after you two Quinn's. I mean, you can go. I mean, I guess we could resolve that before Quinn, just in case it might affect Quinn's actions. So let's do that, and then we'll give you another turn after Quinn, just to make sure that we don't skip it entirely. That's my bad. Cool. Um, so go ahead, Boris. <laughs> Sorry, Quinn. Thank you. No, no, no. Don't. No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, so Boris was very into being a tree. 
so into being a tree, in fact, that she chose to be a tree for a little longer than normal. And uh, then she okay. was just looking for the right moment to strike because now your allies are within five feet. Yeah, right. So everybody's basically within five feet. He's super distracted. So like, you know what it looks like? Like you when uh, like a mimic octopus moves at the bottom of an like there's nothing. Yeah. And then suddenly, it, OK, so that is basically like me and Hector <laughs> leaving the tree, right? It's nothing. And then suddenly this crab fucking launches out of the Right towards future filmer. <laughs> And I'm not that far away, so like run right up towards him, and then I'm gonna have Hector like bounce me up into the air a little bit and do a cool flip because Boris mm-hmm. can do so. So like because, I can check uh, if you want, but like Boris is gonna no, do the flip. But if, and then just your, like your your minimum on an acrobatics check is uh, 23. So 25. like we're gonna okay, cool. We're gonna take it as red that you just <laughs> do things acrobatically very well. Yeah, and then she's just gonna like full on stab future Filbert in the back with her trusty dagger. See that attack roll at advantage. Whoa. Yep. Okay. Hang on. Dice. Hold on. All yep. right. Twenty six. Twenty six will do it. Yeah. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Let's get that damage and that sneak attack. Forty-three. Holy shit! That's a lot of damage. Um, That's a takes, lot of bean footage. He takes all of it because that's magical, baby. Yeah, baby. Ooh. All right. Well done, uh, Quinn. Sorry. Now you can take your turn, and then Boris gets to do that all over again. <laughs> okay. So now that I realize what I had done last turn. Okay. So I'm going to attack. I'm gonna use my last lucky feet because I oh nat one again. <laughs> Listen, oh I mean, my like, God. I've, nat, I've nat 20 a couple of times, so there's a couple of nat ones that needed to come up to. Yeah. Uh, Your two sided dice over there. Ah, that's <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, seriously. <laughs> All right, so this one is a 13, does not hit. No, of course not. My extra attack is a 17 does not hit. Um, and then I'm going to action surge this time. You have an I'm action surge? To... Did you already so action surge? I extra. So I screwed up. I meant extra attack and I did say action surge, but I get an extra attack every turn. So technically right. that was you my just extra always attack. have You just always have extra attack. Correct. correct. Right. Okay. Okay. Just so, making sure. We yeah, take it as I, red, just, right? I said the wrong thing. I you are now you are now uh, burning the action surge to attack. I am now burning another, the action surge another no. two times. This oh. time I'm going to cast blink on myself so that I can like vanish basically from him. Um, okay. So what blink does is um, boop, boop, boop. Um, I have to roll a d20 at the end of my turn, which is now. Um, If I roll an 11 or higher, I vanish from the current plane of existence and I appear in the ethereal plane. Um, And then at the start of my next turn, uh, I return to an unoccupied space of my choice within 10 feet. Cool. 
I rolled a six. So I... Nothing <laughs> oh, <but>, no! <laughs> but it is a... Um, is a. It's not a concentration spell, but it does last for a minute. So I can continue to do this on my and future turns. At the end of each turns. turns. Sounds good. I just failed this time. Okay. And just, something that I will not fail this time, though, is by saying, Boris, it is now your turn. Hooray! Uh, Boris essentially uses Hector like a trampoline, so she's like coming down from like the first stab, <laughs> just kind of like spring bounces off of him, and then stabs again. Boris is now <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Just <laughs> yeah. Twenty three. Twenty three will do it. Yes. Uh, Still engaged with your buddy Quinn, who has bravely stayed right next to future Ebenezer, or future Filbert. I did not bravely stay there. I just failed to disappear. <laughs> ah, yes. But no one else knows that. Can she do it again? 46. Ooh, that's a lot of damage. He's barely hanging on. But you can see now, um, you know, he's he's like his, his entire body you know, as it was, you know, already kind of wreathed in flame is now like, I mean, it's like he is, it's like from all the cracks and slashes and holes you've poked in his like, sort of like semi-ethereal form, like flames are like licking out of them now. Like he, like, it's like, it's almost like this buildup of energy is happening and it's no longer being able to be completely contained by his form. Anything else on your turn? Yeah, Boris uses her bonus action to disengage in a very fancy flip that lands her on Hector. Mm -hmm. And then are you moving away, like further? Like, where are you? Are you moving? Are you going to stay I mean, yeah, if I could still move on top of that. Yeah, I guess I didn't really move during this turn. Uh, yeah, she moves. I, I, I move over to where the rest of the group is on like the little platform there. Just got to hop up with- You Hector. barely have to move. Yeah, because yeah. you're already there. Put her in there. Just have to go down. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, you are within the globe of invulnerability. Um, the Dreadwraith Filbert will take his turn. I'm going to go ahead and see if that uh, ability recharges. It does not, but just barely not. Jeez. Um, however, he will instead use his action to do the other cool ability he has that drains a bunch of health. And he's going to cast, or he's going to use his ability Disrupt Life. And I need everybody to make me a constitution saving throw again. At advantage. Uh, who who is on the all thing of them. with me? All of you. All of you. Uh, okay. Was that at, at advantage? Yes. No, oh, and we get the plus four to this, right? Okay. Correct. What kind of save was it? Constitution. And I can feel real inspired about this, right? Oh, yeah. That, that's good. Yep. I'm inspired not to be hurt. Okay. I still don't think this goes well for me. Zero. 15 on the die plus four plus nine is 28. 28 will do it. Quinn. Uh, I have a 25. Yeah, baby. That'll do. Boris. 21, including every advantage I had available there. Exactly what you needed. Whew. Pregnart. Not a 21. 20. Ooh. And Jarrell. 18. 
Oh. Um, the mass death ward will save Pregnart and drop him to one hit point. Okay. And the re rest of you will take. Yeah, anyone who failed is essentially at one hit point. The rest of you take 49 psychic damage. If this would drop you below, <laughs> if this if this would drop you below zero, you go to one, and the mass death ward that you have on you fades. Yikes. Um, let's see how however, many people we let's see how many people we have at one hit point here. I think that's uh, everyone except for Boris. Yes. The yes. support group we have. And Boris. Um, Yes. Take 49. As a mage slayer, I would like a, to make the melee a attack. Not That's a not a spell? That's an ability. But sure, I'll give it to you. He's got too many abilities. He sure does. He's a boss man. He's got too many abilities. But also there's Hector with 16 hit points. Okay. That's fine. I'll Hector's play, I'll play so fair. Good. I didn't roll for him. He won't make it. His constitution is not good enough. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I love seeing this many people with one hit point left. It just brings joy to me. That's bad, friend. You're bad. Just making it a challenge. No, it's good. You're, you, I hope I die. I mean, everyone's on the ropes now. <laughs> Future Filbert and all of you. It's it's a fair fight. Friends long time promise to kill me is finally coming to fruition. <laughs> One legendary action is all it takes now at this point, so um, let's see what Ebenezer can do. Um, Filbert has to make a concentration check, actually. Hold on. Present Filbert. Young Filbert. Um, and manages to pass, so Globe of, Globe of Invulnerability stays up. I had, like a, I had a 19 on the die. The kid did pretty great. Um, okay, Ebenezer will uh, attempt. He's going to do something. Um, he's going to cast Globe of Invulnerability on himself as well and then hop up onto the platform so now you have overlapping globes. So that even if you're like up and above and fighting future Filbert, you will be protected from any spells. Do we get is, double if we're in the Venn Globogram? No. Can't have double immunity. It's the same thing. It's just immunity. Hmm. But he does have to cast it at seventh level. So that's good, though. You have a, you essentially have protection from seventh and, you know, and, and below now. Which is all Dreadwraith Filbert has left. Um, Quinn, what was your attack roll for the Mage Slayer? Uh, I, but it's an ability. I, I'll play oh, fair. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, so now we're going to move on to Jarrell. Your final hit point, your final <laughs> stand. <laughs> Can Gee. you take him down? Uh, first roll is a 20. 20 will not hit. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, either with a 16. Nope. Oh, 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 no, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. 
Um, I have plus 13, not plus 10. It's uh, oh. 23 was the first 20, 23 will definitely hit. Okay, well, I'm going to just repeat my level 3 Divine's Might. Mm-hmm. Roll them all. I thought it was only 10. I want to see the number. All right, so it was 6d8. Roll that. That's 50. <laughs> We're doubling it because of the sunbeam. Because of two, the sunlight. Yes. 2d10. Mm. 32. Oh. So that's Ooh. 82. Ooh. <laughs> With the uh, doubling. Okay. Your sword. It's it, being the holy avenger it is. Pierces through the somewhat, you know, like the semi-corporeal form of evil Filbert. This beam of this bright light sort of like splitting him, you know, from his midsection. Um, and you can see that this this light begins to combine with flames and all of the like, you know, like stuff that is now just like, you know, like this energy that is starting to escape his body. And he begins to say, no, no, you don't realize what you've done. Defeating me means Vecna wins. You will never be able to stop him. This realm is doomed. I was the only one who could do it. You are all weak. You are all, ah, ah, and now like the energy begins to pulse and like, he's like, he looks like he's about to explode. What do you do? <laughs> limp away, limp away. <laughs> <laughs> um, Philbert, um, Philbert, Philbert helps his dad stand up and they start, like he starts running with him and the globe of invulnerability then obviously moves with them as they start to run off the steps and try to get as far away from what's about to happen. Um, the soldiers all like start to huddle around and like, begin to put their shields up and try to create a barrier and start waving you on as if to like get behind them. Is um, he bigger I than five cubic feet? Is what bigger than five cubic feet? The giant pulsing Filbert? Yes. Damn it. I don't put him in my pocket then. Oh, but I got a whole bunch of quad drones that apparently have uh, some shields involved. Um, how about I uh, use uh, my allocation of those to give us a little bit of cover? Sure, you like sort of create like a almost like a, sh- like, a like a stacked shield wall of them. Yeah. To cover your escape, sure, you do that. Um, and after a few moments, like you start making your way down to like where like all the people are trying to protect you and the mages have you know and all this stuff are like trying to like you know also create their own um, like protections and. There's this massive explosion, just complete, just of just flame and radiant light. Um, you're all like almost blinded just momentarily as sort of like this, just this absolute blinding light, you know, like erupts from future Filbert. The ley line, it begins to like then pulse and this energy almost begins to like start to accumulate and then dissipate and begin all floating up to the ley line, which then, you know, is like no longer wreathed in green flame. Green flame. Green flame. However, the ley line itself, you see the beam now travel up, and then the beam itself begins to, you see it bottom. So the bottom of the beam now begins to travel into the air, and into the air, and then the light begins to then form a ring in the sky. 
and begins to stretch almost like a gigantic energy rainbow over the night sky, or over the, you know, the, the dawn sky. Uh, the, ley lines, the ley line itself and the structure it was housed in, no more energy seems to come from within. But there is this now glowing ring around, well, just around the atmosphere. <laughs> and it seems to be maintaining its, like, sort of conical shape as it's like you know just bending around you know you have the like your viewpoint as you look up and like you know as everyone is sort of like you see everyone's sort of like you know this is sort of grounded by this uh beam or this this blinding light and this explosion of energy those um quadrones have been destroyed um as they shielded you from the blast um we'll say that there was like 20 of them so minus 20. um and um you feel like those of you who can use magic uh, feel a slight change in the air as you know just just like there's there's something different happening you're not quite sure what you still feel like you can cast spells and stuff like that but something feels different Philbert you know helps his dad back up off the ground who's, you know, bent over, coughing, sputtering. You know, he can barely stand. He's sort of on one knee right now. And Philbert's being like, Dad, Dad, it's okay. <coughs> who's and he's, he begins coughing himself because he's very injured. Uh, he's like, I think we did it. I, I can't believe it. I think we, I think we did it. And everyone kind of like looks around, right? And like, you know, like the, the, the square, like, you know, there's this like this cloud of dust, right? And like all of that kids, you can see like sort of just like everything has sort of been pushed around and moved and, you know, um, but everyone is mostly okay. But now what? First, I'm just going to take a nap over here. <laughs> That seems like a great place to call this episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. Hmm. <laughs> well done, everybody. That was a, that was a tough one. Ooh. That was a tough one. Uh, all of you, all but one of you, made it out of this with literally one HP. Yep. Um. Because I think of the fact this is that, the lowest my HP has ever been, though, for what it's worth. Because normally I'm just like dip diving out of the way of attacks, right? And, like this I is what I wanted in here. Yeah. This is what I wanted. Uh, but now the aftermath. We're going to have to see what happens here before the reins get handed over to Dave. So uh, next week, we're going to figure out what happens. But until then, you can find us on the internet or on such places as Twitter and Instagram. Look for us at Hapless Heroes. We're also on places like Facebook and Reddit, just for Hapless Heroes Podcast. Those places will have sticky posts or notes in the description that will uh, give you a link and an invite to what we consider the crown jewel of our internet presence. That is our Discord server, where you can talk to us, interact with us, talk about the show, talk about things D&D related. If you're running your own games, you know, we have like a room for like GMs to kind of share advice with each other. We have, you know, just off topic discussions, you know, all kinds of things going on in there. We have a wonderful and burgeoning community. We encourage you to be a part of it. It's a really just an awesome group of folks. Um, If you really, really like us, you can uh, leave us a five star review on the podcast service of your choice. You know, we really appreciate it. We love seeing all the kind words you write about us. Or, you know, we also just appreciate you helping us, like, you know, appear 
more frequently in the algorithm and get more people listening to the show. It's like, oh, hapless heroes, what's that? And now look at you, you're here, you, you beautiful person, you listening to this show. So yeah, say some nice stuff about us. We also have a five star channel in our Discord where you can say some nice things, and we'll read it on the air. We'll say some nice things right back to you because that's just how we do. Now, if you really, really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon. It's just patreon.com slash heroes. whole bunch of rewards on there, behind-the-scenes audio bloopers, you know, all kinds of different things. Whatever we can kind of scrounge together as a way to say thank you to all of you who have been donating to us. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's incredibly humbling to see that, like, you know, people, we, we are worth your hard-earned dollars each and every month. And I promise, you know, it all goes right back into the show. And, you know, just to kind of keep, keep making it this experience for you and keep getting better and cooler stuff as time goes on. So, like, thank you all for your support, really. And if you like us, right now, you like us. Sally Field and the whole deal. Bury yourself in a compost pile. And uh, when somebody comes out to put some more uh, compost on the compost pile, uh, emerge from it and say, I'm a big big worm and i listen to hapless heroes podcast because i'm a worm and we have great taste in podcasts it's doable. okay that's doable <laughs> weird as fuck <laughs> and also really stinky but uh doable i think it's um, worth it all in all yeah i mean you know it's each their own right um well I'm going to do the thing I normally do and uh, outro this wonderful, beautiful cast for you, starting on my right with John playing Lord Jarrell, the light. Uh, until next time, just going to up here. Yeah. Zach is pregnant. I wonder if uh, Jarrell is a hunk shoe, hunk shoe snorer or a uh, me, 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 me snorer. <laughs> Nicole as Boris the Knot Tree. Oh my God, I'm so glad that's over. Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Is this what mortality feels like? <laughs> and Dave as Absolute Integer Zero. Good night, everyone. I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. Tune in next week where we figure out what happens next. Uh, bye-bye now. See ya! Bye. We're not dead yet! <laughs>